Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my partner, ex-Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And uh, this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only men's magazine in the Delaware Valley. If you have an interest in our business legacy club, please contact Ken at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, um, another disappointing week. It was a perfect bounce-back opportunity after an embarrassing loss to Washington. Um, as a guy who uh, doesn't do a lot of gambling, but I did wager a few bucks at the Eagles would would come back. I just think they had everything going for them. I thought, you know, coming home, they should be motivated. The Rams traveling all the way across the country. The line seemed right. You know, the Eagles were actually a one-point favorite. And, uh, and, and, and they just they didn't show up. And I, I don't understand it. The offensive line that was abused by Washington played a lot better. No sacks for Wentz. But the defense got shredded. And uh, what do you make of that performance? It's like you, you hit the nail on the head when you call it disappointing because there's no other word to describe it. I mean, and it's not – I, I almost wished it was like it was the offensive line again. And then you could say, well, okay, that's the problem. Fix Good. the offensive line and things will be okay. Well, no. there's a, like, It's like that old thing where you, where you plug one hole but then two other holes open, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, they, the offense didn't play well. Let's not get, let's not get carried away. The, luck, no. the line was better, but Wentz still wasn't wasn't Wentz, very good. Wentz twenty six um, for forty three, two forty two, zero TDs, two interceptions. Well, that's the bottom line: zero yeah. TDs, two interceptions. Right. Uh, yards, I don't care about those things. No, as opposed, opposed to God, twenty for twenty seven, two sixty seven, three TDs, and zero interceptions. Right. And he actually started the game, I believe, with thirteen straight completions. I, I thought I read that somewhere. Which is, yes, uh, right. Where is the Eagles' pass rush? I mean, that's one question. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I think I saw him on a milk carton the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what's concerning to me is, like, uh, I thought Doug Peterson probably had his worst coaching uh, experience for the Eagles in the Washington game. And then Jim Schwartz comes out and just gets totally dismantled by the Rams' offensive coaching staff. I understand that. McVeigh is, you know, the the young phenom and the guru and everything. But and then Schwartz comes out and takes the blame for the loss. I don't know if he's just protecting his players, but you know that that's unacceptable to me. What, what's going on here? Yeah, and it's, and, it, and things that that's what has. I mean, listen, if we've learned anything about the Eagles on over the last well since Doug's been here, say let's say what's it? This is his fifth year, right? So if we've learned anything, it's don't bail on this team too soon. I know it looks bad, but we've seen this team look bad. They lost to the Dolphins last year, and everybody said, oh, my God, the Dolphins aren't even trying to win annual. And then they won the rest of their games. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple, you know, even the Super Bowl year, Wentz goes down, you say, oh, geez, that's seasons. And then Foles comes out of nowhere, and they win the Super Bowl. Um, they, the, the year after, the, the year in, in between, when – Things looked awful. They had to they had to win the last three games and, and and get help, and it all went their way. So I'm you know after two weeks, I'm not ready to say the season's over by any means. Or, or right. you know, but I will add this: they have to improve everywhere. I mean everywhere. Peterson well, has to coach better. Schwartz has to coordinate better. 
Wentz has to pick his game up immensely. The defense, from the front line to the secondary, all has to get better. Well, the offensive line did get better, but they can still get better yet, too. It's interesting you bring up improvement because we're going to talk a little about uh, injuries. And, uh, but I, I saw something that was really concerning to me, and it was almost unbelievable. I went on the Eagles' website, and I looked at the injury report, and four guys were held out of practice yesterday for rest. See, I don't, that's, what's for that? rest. Now, we're in the third week of the season. They don't hit in training camp, no preseason games. And Deshaun Jackson, Malik, uh, Malik Jackson, Jason Kelsey, and Jason Peters are held out for rest. How do you get better if you're resting on Wednesday, which is the most important practice day of the week? Yeah, I don't get it. I yeah, that bothered. Especially when you're now, if you're two and zero and you and you had two blowout wins, and you might want to re, re, reward the guys a little bit. Okay, I'm not going to in, in the I'm third week of that. the season. Come on, well, I, I, I mean, would, yeah, I'm just saying, if they were playing, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand but, your philosophy, but when, but, but when you're but they're not playing right, they're playing awful. They they've they've been favored two weeks in a row and lost by double digits both times. Rest? Hell, I would. I wouldn't give it. They, they'd be in there on a day off work. Well, you know, Doug. Everybody wants to be a player's coach. The only guy that seems to win year out, uh, year in and year out, is Belichick, who's not a player's coach. You know, Doug wants to buy these guys ice cream, mm-hmm. you know, and and be a friend. And sometimes you got to crack the whip. And this is a perfect example of a time when I think you got to crack the whip. And we talked a little bit about injuries. Now we lose another offensive lineman. Samalo's out with a knee. He's going to be out for a while. We lose the number one draft pick, Rager, to a thumb, which was a total shock to me. It's the first time I heard about it. Yeah. Yesterday went across the wire. Is uh, day-to-day with an oblique. Who? And now you look. Yeah, who? Uh, another, another guy for the milk carton, right? But now you're talking yeah. about ten starters, projected starters from, for the year, are now out in the third game of the season. Are the Eagles deep enough to overcome that? I mean, you, I, you know, you can't count them out. You never sell them short. But to me, this is getting dangerous. Yeah, it is. And they and they play a team this week, the Bengals, <clears throat> who, you know, their their history is what it is. And we know they're, you know, they were the worst team in the league last year. They have a rookie, a very good rookie quarterback, but still a rookie quarterback. This is, I mean, I, it's too early to say it's a must win, but it's a must win. I mean, if they lose to the Bengals at home, and go to zero and three. I know what I no. said earlier about them. Don't 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 ever count them out. But yeah, well, you can it, look it up yourself. Owen teams that are zero and three. I think it's like two percent of two percent of all teams that have started the season zero and three have 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 made the playoffs. So well, you know, listen. Can you can you imagine now? How about this scenario? How about the Eagles come out? They struggle on offense for whatever reason. They lose to the Bengals, which is not out of the question. Uh, you know, the Bengals are a better team, and they've got what I believe is a, is a franchise quarterback. But um, could you imagine the uh, – what, what do we do? Uh, what are the fans – are they calling for Wentz's head after the third week of the year to, to put in Jalen Hurts? I mean, think about it. It seems silly to talk about, but w- what do you do? I mean, I know I don't think Doug would make that move, but certainly no. people are going to call for it. Oh, they're going to – oh, the only bright spot – if, if they were to lose at home to the Bengals, the only bright spot would be there are no fans there. So that might pump in the booze again. Right? They're they're pump the booze booze. But, but, but the fa- if there were fans there, they, I mean, I don't yeah. know, I'd, be, I'd be afraid to 
be in the parking lot after the game. I'm going to yeah. give you a crazy little little note here, and you might notice, but since 2001, so we're going back, what, almost 20 years, the Eagles have beaten at least once every team in the league except the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. They're 0-3-1. Against the Bengals in the, 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 since 2000. Yeah, you sound like you sound like one of those game handicappers that start with both sides. Here's a trend. Well, that's, that's a trend because they, yeah. they only play once every four years, so both teams look very different. Obviously, the, the Bengal team that beat the Eagles four years ago is nothing looks nothing like the, the current Bengal team. Same with the Eagles. I mean, that was yeah. that was Doug's first year. They went out there and they played awful. If, if you remember that, they, they were starting to they were starting to look okay, a little bit. Um, Doug's first year, they, they weren't terrible, terrible. But man, that was I remember that game. That was an awful. They, the Bengals just blew them out from the start. You know, speaking of Doug, uh, did you see his answer at the press conference this uh-huh. week when he asked a reporter, "Have you ever played quarterback in the NFL?" Now, to me, that's a bad sign. Certainly, the wrong yep. answer. I mean. Listen, this, this team is, is worthy of criticism. And for a reporter to ask the head coach of the Eagles, because Wentz was well-protected in that game, is he concerned about the, the throws, the missed throws? And he did miss Goddard wide open in the end zone one time, but he missed a number of throws. For Doug to come back with that answer, I thought was unlike yeah. him, which means he might be feeling some pressure. Yes. And, and it's just, you know, to me, that's not the way you handle the press. Because the press, you know, you, you need them to be your friend. Vermeil did a masterful job of working the press when he was here. But I think Doug's heading, heading down the wrong path with that. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't I, as a guy that covered the team, I really didn't like that. And, and the press has been very good to Doug. I mean, they, they, you know, they build them up to be and, – and well-deserved. He won a Super Bowl. But, yeah, when, when you start playing that have-you-played-the-game thing, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I almost – I, would, I wouldn't have backed – I don't know what the, the, the reporter's comeback was. I would have said, no, but I watched you play it, and you weren't very good. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, that's what I would have said. If he's going to take a shot at me, I'm, it's the, then the, 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 the deal's open. I mean, yeah. that, that, you know, players used to play, pull that on you sometimes, too. Well, you never mm-hmm. played the game. And I, my thing would, would always be, yeah, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not a chef either, but I don't want something to taste bad. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Did that come naturally, or did you just come up with that? That's oh, no, I used to do that. Yeah, That's no, I used to do that all the time. That was my thing, you know. Yeah. Again, because, listen, yes, now, most writers – I mean, all writers that I know have never played. They might have played high school ball or something. Like, of course, none of us played in the NFL, or we wouldn't be sports writers. We'd be on TV or something. Well, well, guess what? Bill Belichick never played in the NFL either, and he, yeah. and, he and he knows what he's talking about. I mean, there Andy are Reed never played in the NFL. Andy Reid. I mean, there there are guys who live the game, study the game for the most part. You know, most reporters who have been on the beat for as long as you have and some of these other guys in Philly, Domowicz has been around forever, they know the game of football. They they know the right way to play and what's right and what's wrong. So, for me, that answer coming from Doug showed signs of stress. I mean, he he never used to answer the media like that, and obviously he's feeling the heat. Now, there was a report somewhere uh, that I read this week that, you know, Doug is tiring in battle with the Philadelphia media, and uh, he may be short-lived for the Eagles. Who knows if that's true? But you yeah, know, I don't I, think I, the media's that tough on him. Well, I, really I, don't. I, don't, I don't think so either. Uh, but the media should be tough on you when you start the season like the Eagles have this year. Right. I mean, again, there's listen. I was 
probably I was accused of being negative and everything. I I always thought I was fair, and that's all I wanted to be was fair. But when they when they when when a team loses, it's the media's job to explain to the fans why they're losing and what they need to do to get better or to stop losing. And then and the way to do that is to ask the coach and the players questions about. And that wasn't, I guess the the the, the word layup that he used. The the, the question that the right the, the the reporter asked was. Um, He's missing some layups. He, yes. he compared it. He compared it to basketball. He probably just should have said easy you know, throws, easy, or easy you know, completions, throws that he normally makes. Right. You know, you know, completions that he that he's made in the past. He's not making them now. Why is that? You know, right. instead of using the word, I guess Doug might have got offended by the term layup. I don't know. Yeah, I think I but, think it was an innocent comment. That, yeah, I don't. I don't that, think the guy meant. I think he was just trying to use an, an analogy, saying you know, like, it's like a basketball player missing a layup. Yeah. Well, uh, the Eagles make another roster move. They activate cornerback Trevor Williams, who is uh, the fifth cornerback. Now, he actually started uh, 27 games in a row for the Chargers in 2016 to 2018. I wonder if that had anything to do with the Eagles' performance on defense last week. I would think they, yeah. Well, they, they're a little short at quarter anyway. Most teams keep at least five, if not six. And they were going with only four, right? So they, they did need a little little depth there. And I guess he takes the place. They, they put Samala on injured reserve. Yeah, he's officially on injured reserve, as is Rager, by the way. Rager went on injured reserve. Wow. We don't expect him to be back until the second half of the season. So, you know, on a roster that wasn't that deep to begin with, the Eagles going to this game with four healthy wide receivers. you got Deshaun Jackson, Sega Whiteside, who has been non-existent, Greg Ward, who I think is, is playing pretty well, and John Hightower, who's an unproven rookie. Right. Of course, the Eagles play a lot of 12 personnel with Ertz right. and Goddard, but there was a report this week that the teams like playing against two tight ends because it's easier to defend, which I think you've you got to have those two guys on the field because they're the two, they're two better receivers, players, right. and we don't have any healthy wide receivers, so why not? Well, the Eagles right now, the wide receivers are not as a, as a weakness, let's be honest, right? Especially with the number one pick out and, and, and Jeffrey not, who knows what, where, where, what, what his situation is. But, yeah, the strength is that the two tight ends, Ertz and Goddard, and the running back, Sanders. So you're, I think for them to win, those three guys have to have the ball more than Whiteside or those, those other guys you're talking about. Yeah. Even Ward, even Ward, who's yeah. okay, but I still rather have the ball in the hand for the tight end or the right running back. Mark, a lot of time. Hopefully, we'll have some better news next week for our fans. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will talk to you next week on another edition of the Bird Brains. Take care. Okay, All right, we're good. Let me yeah. know when you put it out, and I'll I'll put it up. I'll, I'll okay, I'm gonna.